dollars, but um, you know, it's just so dated. You know what's funny though? Like I play to get that Pokemon wand. I had to go to other IPs uh, <laughs> to even get it. I know uh, Nino Kuni was a great alternative to Pokemon, and it was something that I wanted. Like it's it's like it, it's open world like that. Yeah, the um, yeah, I've been wanting to play that one. Game is um, really good. I saw it on sale, but I, I don't know, I didn't, I don't know why I didn't pick it up. Um, but uh, there was, um, there is a competitor. I think it's called Temtem or something like that, and uh, it's on Steam. And that one, and I think it's also on iOS, but that one or consoles, I don't, I can't remember. But um, that's a competitor, and it's supposed to be like what everybody wanted in a Pokemon game. Um, it's very similar to Pokemon as far as it gameplay and that, stuff that's a but... newer one right that's a newer game uh what do you mean like yeah it's a it's, it's like, a different it's like at least last generation right or that, um by, by it's newer not... it's, that's what i mean like newer we're like within our generation of like the ps4 generation right during ps4 xbox one uh, well well it oh. came out like was around it? probably last year or so oh so it's current gen then never mind so well really i mean new, it's new just, it's on PC, so it's not necessarily like current or last. It's just, uh, it just. I don't know if it's on console, but it's uh it's like, I, I mean, it's it's a game that's basically Pokemon, but um, I don't know more of what people were asking. Apparently, I don't know. I was looking into it a little bit, and it seemed interesting. It had a re- like really good reception. Um, but yeah, there's. I mean, there's other games that are that seem to be trying to, you know, be a replacement um of it so just kind of interesting yeah i mean i like pokemon but i never got the pokemon game i wanted so i was like i moved on <laughs> and then this yeah. one came out and then i don't know i i know what you mean like as a kid i think i would have been super excited now but i'm not a kid anymore yeah and, and, i and it's hard for me to want to play Pokemon games. Like, I, I kind of want to get it. I want to get it and try it out for myself because maybe I'll like it. Yeah. But, I mean, I'll probably get it. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm probably going to get it and play it and see what's up. Because I still like Pokemon. I just haven't found one that made me want to play. Maybe this one's it. I don't even know. I need to try it. Yeah. I, I know it's open well, world, which is something I always wanted. So I just need to see if the combat is deep enough for me to feel invested in the game, um, or yeah, the story has to be good said, at least. <laughs> yeah, I I have no clue. Um, honestly, like with that said, like yeah, I I'm okay with Pokemon games, but personally, because I know Sarah's into them, and and I know everyone else seems a lot of other people, all of our friends and stuff are into them, but um, I have I'm not a fan. I'm not necessarily a fan of them. Like I wouldn't. I'm not gonna play like go out of my way to play a pokemon game because um i think like i played it when i was a kid uh and then i i did play like somewhat of a recent one i mean probably i think it was like probably five years ago i had a a, a sd or um or ds i mean and uh i played that the 3ds and uh it just felt very similar to like all the other pokemon games like it's so it it'd be nice to have like one a pokemon game with every pokemon in it Dude. um but it doesn't have that and even that like yeah it's hard for me to get past the kind of kid nature of the game um although like i would i don't mind playing like animal crossing even though like it's kind of like very kid ish but um it's 
I don't know. It's I just I personally am not a fan of Pokemon games, but if there was a Pokemon game that I imagine being like one that I would want to play as a kid, then yeah, I'd say like this one's probably closer than any of the other ones that have come out. You know, um, I'm looking at some gameplay right now, and what's interesting is I was playing Breath of the Wild a little bit ago because I wanted to play it again and complete it because I got bored. So I'm gonna make I'm gonna put it on the higher difficulty. Maybe that makes the game more interesting for me. But looking at this looking at this game right now, it looks like they use the exact same engine from Breath of the Wild. Like, yeah, I, well, I, I could see assets. I could see like little, like, like a lot of stuff from the Breath of the Wild, like the menu stuff. It's like that's so close. So I'm assuming they probably use the same engine because even on some of the zoom-ins, like to the Pokemon and stuff, it looks like it's straight from like something a little cinematic scene that happens on Breath of the Wild. And I'm like, wait, wait, wait. I mean, the battle system obviously is not the same. I understand that, but just like little, little things. They're way too similar unless they just decided to use the exact same kind of like uh, aesthetics for the UI. Like where you Pokemon are, if you, and then I was, I don't know, it's just, it doesn't bother me. I just find it interesting. I was like, that's, I think that's what they use, or maybe I'm wrong. I, I don't know. It was separate teams, um, but who knows? Maybe. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't know. It, uh, I mean, it's. I think it's more. It, it looks more interesting than the other Pokemon games, but I don't think I'll be playing it. Kind of thing. <laughs> like, I'm. It looks. It looks exciting if, if, uh, if I had to choose between the two, I guess. Or you know, the old one or the, the new, like the last one that came out and that one or something. Mm -hmm. Um, but. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's. I mean, it's successful. I'm sure it'll be a successful game. Um, people love Pokemon. I like I like Pokemon when I was younger, but as I grew up, I, was, I just kind of like I, I'm more of a Digimon fan. <laughs> Have my Digimon bias. I found that cartoon a lot more entertaining than I did Pokemon. And then mm -hmm. the Pokemon game that I played was Pokemon Red and Yellow. Uh, and then, I mean, I like the Pokemon games, but every time I saw Pokemon game, I'm like, this is just not a Pokemon game. You know, the one time I was excited to play a Pokemon game was back on the GameCube. Um, there were, like, Pokemon Pokemon games on the GameCube that were pretty fun. Let me see if I can think of it, which one it was. Um, did you ever play any Pokemon games on your GameCube, by any chance? Um, I think there was... I can't think of any. I think... Was there a po Pokemon Stadium game? Pokemon Colosseum was great. Okay. I remember that yeah. one. Yeah, I think I remember it. I may have played it once. Uh, I used... I remember Stadium, Pokemon Stadium. That was on Nintendo 64. Yeah, that one was cool too, but this was like the evolution of that one. And this one actually yeah. had a full story as well. So... Which was really cool in my opinion, but you know, mm -hmm. I was like, "Damn!" Right now they're selling this game for two hundred fifty dollars on on Amazon. <laughs> Pokemon Colosseum. I think I might have a copy somewhere. <laughs> and question, oh, check eBay and see if it's because that's a good place for resale as far as referencing. Uh. 
I mean, if it's an Amazon, why not? Unless you can race it. Well, I guess the demand is it's easier to determine demand off of eBay because more people use it for resale. Hundred dollars. Some people have low. Some people put it for bidding, and it's a sixty dollars, seventy dollars right now. Um, the best place to check is the the actual completed um, items. So the ones oh, that ones have, have bids on them already. Well, like to look to see like the maximum bid, like what people actually sold it for. That's like the best way to. I just see what's going on right now. I don't. I mean, uh, well, I'm not that's that what interested. it'll show. <laughs> no, that. Oh well. I'm not that yeah. interested. I'm just kind of checking to see. Future, for future reference, like. No, um, I I do that, but I wasn't that interested. <laughs> I was just checking to see how much the average, uh, are being, bidding on. Because I mean, if they're bidding. Well, I mean, you can you can see like what just ended because they're, you're not going to see what just ended and what the maximum bid was. That's what I, I mean. I don't, I know you don't care, but just, just saying it's the better, the more efficient way of checking. Well, one is about to end tomorrow for 112.50. It has 11 bits. You should throw, uh, throw yours up there. <laughs> if I can I'm find it, <laughs> like I said, yeah. easy hundred dollars, man. Mm-hmm. Well, minus all of eBay's fees. I hate eBay so much. Oh, I know. That's well, and, uh, I got an email from eBay recently, and apparently they, like, screwed up some tax information uh, for a bunch of people. And I and they're like, oh, by the way, and they, like, made it look like um, people were, like, making more than $20,000 off of eBay in a year. And then they're like, well, we, we sent an update, and it won't reflect in your tax return. It's like, what the hell? Like eBay is just as messed up behind the scenes that it is on the freaking website. Like how terrible it is. Oh, such, such a is, shitty company. That is very trash, trashy like man. Yeah. I've had so many issues with them. Like I wish there was a, a more widely used, um, platform for reselling. Uh -huh. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Dude, I have so many older PS3 games that I just have, and like I have some rare ones. I wonder how much they're gonna sell in a few years. Mm -hmm. I know I bought folk folklore and that one um, on the PS3, and right now, I mean, if you buy it from Thailand, it's twenty dollars. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, I give all of my PlayStation games away. And then. <laughs> Some of them are like $130, $90, 50 bucks. Mm. Eh, that's not bad. And then I have another one called 3D, 3D Dot Heroes or 3D. Yeah, I, I actually, I really like that game. I don't know if you got to play it. I hope they put it one day on the uh, PS Now. If they do, you should definitely play it. It's called 3D Dot Game Heroes. Uh, it's like the evolution of, um, well, not the evolution, it, it was just, you know how you always play that top-down Zelda game, and how, like, Nintendo made those, like, back in the day, and then they put them on the DS a lot, like, the, the smaller scale, like, you know, Nintendo-looking Zelda games, like, top, like, airplane view, kind of, right? Like, the older ones. This oh, is, yeah. This is mm -hmm. basically, like, a... 
PS3 generation of a Zelda game, kind of. Obviously, it's not Zelda, but it, it was really cool. Yeah, I think I wanted to play it at one point, um, or or I may have seen it like um, in like a bargain thing, because and uh, I was like, I think at one point, at one point, I was gonna buy it. I just I don't know why I didn't, but um, yeah, it looks cool. Yeah. Is it like its own story, or is it? No, it's its own story. From Software made it, I believe. Oh, that's cool. Um, it's like that's you know what's funny? Like I've been such a From Software fan for such a long time in my life. That that's the reason I bought Demon Souls. Like every like I used like there was a From Software game. I would go buy it because I was such a huge fan of their Armor Core series on the PS2. Um, so I just tend to follow what kind of because I just follow whatever games they develop, and then that's how I found this game. That's how I found the, the Demon Souls because I Adrian didn't even know what it was. So he came over to my house one day. He's like, "What is this?" I was like, "Oh, that's a really cool game. It's called Demon Souls. Like it's really hard though." He goes really, and then he became a huge fan because I showed him, showed it to him. <laughs> he he went and bought it, and we played it together. It, like Demon Souls, like oh man, I, And then I still remember the time when I went to buy um. Well, that game, people asked me like the person behind the counter asked me if that was a good game. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then another game that I that I got asked about by a GameStop employee was Borderlands, like the first one. because i bought it because it was a four-player co-op game and and then that's when i i used to play you know split screen and it was like one of the few ones that support up to four players co-op or or some or even two-player co-op that's enough for me right as long as i ask co-op and then the person behind the counter asked me he's like do you think that's gonna be a good game too or like it's like what is this game borderlands i'm like oh no it's just a cool game uh, like this and then I never knew that it was going to be that successful. It was like a new IP that nobody even cared for and then people just loved. At least the first one and the second one. Then after that, it's kind of like same same game again. <laughs> mm. It's very yeah, it's interesting. Kind of <laughs> cautious of the any of the new ones that are coming out. It's like, it seems, I, I'm just not, I guess I'm, I'm not like a fan of it. Like, I don't know, something about the, characters are just really annoying to me uh i don't know why i just but anyway um but yeah i like the i like the idea where like you can run around and and get new weapons and stuff and um they're all like kind of procedural and everything that's a pretty cool idea and like the real like being able to have that one i think when we were playing um that one weapon that like when it instead of reloading it it just turns into a grenade and you can throw <laughs> throw it and then you pull out another uh-huh <laughs> it's so freaking crazy like they're, never they're, heard of that their weapons some are pretty cool uh, <laughs> yeah for sure man i don't know borderlands i need to go and finish borderlands 3 sometime sometime i gotta finish that game <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah i think I'll, i'm gonna whenever i get a pc upgrade i might um try attempt it again <laughs> Um, maybe I'll be in a different headspace as far as game interests, but uh, yeah, so I'm gonna hold on to that one because that game I know it gets repetitive fast, that's for sure. Yeah, I think that was my problem with it. I it was, I think it was more bearable earlier on in the series, but now when you're just kind of expecting like 
something else from like games like that. Like, I don't know. Oh man, but yeah, I mean, with when I bought Borderlands, I knew I knew exactly what kind of experience I guess. So it's like it, it doesn't bother me that it's like that. Cause I like I said, I just like to play with people, and that's like a co-op game. You play with somebody, and I enjoy that. I know it's also, not. Also, I not think very... it would be. I think it'll be it'll be more enjoyable if I could uh, play the original again, like the first two or whatever, just so I can kind of get attached to the characters um, a little bit. Um, and that usually helps for sure. Like I couldn't give a shit what was going on with the characters in the third one because I knew the characters, but I didn't know the backstory really. Oh, um, uh, I mean, I gotta be honest with you. I don't think it's very good the story for Borderlands 3 from what I've read like like people people say it's the weakest story and mm. and then I I definitely do not like the the people either that from from that like they're basically some kind of like think about it like TikTokers going around trying to show uh, how cool they are and then they're talking about we're going to take out the one of the sirens, most famous siren, and then they basically took like a super powerful person out, like nothing, and these people are like nobody. So it's kind of like what the, f- the story wise is not the best. <laughs> yeah. So I, that, that's not really anything from the previous games except like the main characters, but they're there for. I try to like. I mean, I, I don't know. I, I feel like I'm the worst when it comes to reviewing things because. If I like do a lot of effort to try to get into a story, I'll get into it. Like I don't, I can't even recommend like the World of Warcraft series, like the lore, because I I enjoy it. I know not all of it's like super engaging sometimes, but I feel like it's cool. But I I like I really I don't know. I really like it, but at the same time, I don't know if it's good. <laughs> like there's things that I might like um, if there's some like if they have a story that goes on for a long time and you like start you know getting to know the characters and everything if there's some kind of development even if it's kind of crappy development um i'll be i'll be fine with it because it's it like kind of like how the last of us for example like yeah it kind of sucks that the way they did all this stuff but at the same time it, they're telling a story and you got to just kind of accept what happens because you know it's instead of trying to write the story it's it's almost like it's interesting being like bearing witness to events um and just seeing how things play out instead of like rooting for a character or whatever it's almost just like just experience the whole story as it's presented to you kind of thing and i feel like that way i'm able to have a little bit less of like a jaded view on the subject or like having like oh there's better stories out there and stuff um I mean that th- that's that's fair, but I don't see it like that. I I see it more like okay, this characters or whatever. Like, is there any inter like it has to be some kind of interesting character, you know? Like it doesn't necessarily have to be the most like freshest take on this original idea that you know it's never been done before and then it's awesome. I don't know. It's this game is just not doesn't have the depth of their characters are very shallow, so it's not even. It, it it's it's difficult for me to say. Oh yes, the, you're gonna get a lot of like. There's something worth it for everybody in this game. 
it's like like Borderlands 3 how I rec uh, I would only recommend it to people who just want to team up with a buddy have a good time just talking smack with each other having fun killing enemies you know collecting some loot some using some awesome fun guns and then that's it if you're looking for anything deeper than that it's, it's not the kind of game <laughs> and, and then, then well, I noticed like with your World of Warcraft analogy though I think that World of Warcraft is a good story though like it's it's good enough I, it has some quality aspects to it it's not I, I would say it's deeper than obviously this <laughs> Like I, I noticed that um, I have a weird take on games that like if it's if it's like the first of the series and it's and there's no sequel, I tend to like yeah I'll be like oh yeah you know it's that's cool, and I may like it or I may not whatever, um, but I'll probably never return to it. But soon as there's like a sequel that's announced, all of a sudden like hey this game's like a lot better because I know that there's this additional game that's gonna be that I'll be playing like right after this, and I feel like. For example, like with the whole um, Infamous series that I'm playing through, it's, uh, um, you know, I I kind of, I think I tried the first one back in the day, um, and it was cool, but it didn't really, like, interest me enough to play, play all the other ones. Um, and then I saw that they were all on PlayStation Now, so, like, years later, I'm like, wait a second, like, there's a lot of content here, and there's a, a developing story um and i find that now that i try it you know i'm finally i played all the other ones up to this one then i have the the last one um to play and it's like i feel like i appreciate it more because i know that there's these subtle um details that may have been in like the previous games or whatever like reference references or whatever oh, yes. and yeah. um and just appreciating like the i mean the controls and everything that have improved so much um as well and so I feel like I've, I also, knowing that there was these other games after the first one, I enjoyed the first one a lot better. And I remember I was texting you like, man, this is such a good game. Because like oh, I yeah. put myself back in the day and I'm like, wow, this, this was really kind of um, somewhat cutting edge in, in some aspects. Like, I thought it was like, yeah, I thought it was like very well done like uh, for the era that it came out. I was yeah. like, man, this is the superhero game I wanted for such a long time that we never got. That's what I felt yeah. back in the day. Mm -hmm. So it was, it was definitely cool to play it. And, uh, and then I appreciate all these other ones. I don't think I would feel the same way if I jumped right into Second Son. Um, but I, I still feel like it's a good game. Um, you know, like... I don't know. It's it's not my favorite, but it's like I think it's definitely worth it's worth its time in it. You know, it's worth playing, right? So, um, and it the story's interesting. Like the the details of the character involvement with um, like even the subtlety of um, the character taking notice that he fell from a building and he didn't get hurt. Like you know those little things. Like yeah. well, I got these powers. Just that the intro of the game. Uh, that's all honestly like if a game takes the detail of putting like showing the player um at least immersively bringing in these powers instead of just oh i have powers and then they jump up a building or something and it's just whatever like uh i feel like it's really worth noting when a game like does those subtle details because man the intro is like so good and then playing it in like hdr and everything like with the neon power that's all i use because of how like awesome it looks <laughs> yeah <laughs> but the rest of them look cool too anyway but um yeah, yeah so but yeah 
sequels, man, that's, that's the thing. And that's with wow too, right? I knew there was all these books and all these expansions that I need to catch up on. I'm like, man, there's so much content here. So you kind of like, I at least give it a little bit of, um, a little bit of a buffer when it comes to criticism, because I know that, um, these characters and all these things have so much development from like the first time you're introduced to them to like, um, you know, technically like 40 years, um, in through the, because there's like a, a finite amount of years that actually pass through each of, you know, the expansions in ways and how the books, you know, there's even books that tell 10,000 years before, you know, and then, and even, when the dragon aspects were around and stuff and just learning about that and then the potential to see them in future expansions and stuff like it makes me more excited for the previous expansions knowing that you know you get a bit of a backstory and and how awesome it could be (laughs) and like whether it hit the mark or not you know um so yeah definitely building war and everything really excites me um that's what i didn't really get so much on yeah borderlands i it it did seem pretty shallow, so I agree on that. It, it didn't seem like there was a whole lot of backstory as far as, um, you know, growth between all the games. I did like the second one. I remember I played that um, two times, I think, because, you know, how you can start the game from um, with all your gear and stuff at the end, and you kind of play it again. Um, but, like, everything's, like, leveled up more. And uh, I think I played through it, like, halfway, and I enjoyed it quite a bit, so... I do remember I did like the series at one point. <laughs> no, I mean, I I, re- I I like the series. It's just as a Borderlands... Because I, I, I do like the game. Like, I don't dislike it. I, I know what the game is. And I accept it for what it is. And I enjoy it. And then there is some, like, good story in there. Right? Some good stuff. But the problem with it is that they never... Like, after the second one, the third one was, like, a step backwards on the story. Because it didn't go deeper into their lore it went about I, I just didn't like the story that they decided to go and tell uh, you know it's like I wish they would have gone and to a more to expand the Universal Borderlands 3 more right instead of just more of the same world it's just more crazy characters and I, I like that the game doesn't take itself seriously too I really like that it's just when it comes to the space you know space stuff and then their their world i wish there was more 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 to uh discover i mean maybe there is i don't know i haven't played this third one <laughs> maybe i'm speaking out of my ass but it doesn't seem like the kind of like game that has that kind of um world building in it uh com- in comparison to the first two i don't know like mm. from at least from what I from what I because pl- I played all of them I played I played a well pre sequel right I played the pre sequel Borderlands Borderlands two all the expansions, um, I finished all the expansions except for the one with Claptrap uh, because in order to kill that thing you have to grind the hell out and then I was like I'm not gonna grind this game I'm sorry like uh, that's it <laughs> like um, it's not worth it. Because they made the they made the specific expansion for you to play with uh, on co-op and be be able to beat it with like four people, like one person you have to be crazy, crazy grinder level and then then you can do it. And I, and I, and at the time I didn't have anyone to play with, so I was like I'm not gonna do this by myself. Like it's too, 
Like, you know that they made it for four people, so, like, it's difficult to beat with one person, you know? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah, it's just gonna grind it out. Oh, my God. I decided to put some Final Fantasy thirteen, and since, like, I'm at the end, um, I'm fighting these two motorcycle guys, and they're just not dying. Like, <laughs> like I'm pretty strong, and then this things are like ridiculously strong and I'm like how did this happen <laughs> I'm over here too overconfident don't be like me people overconfident <laughs> yeah, that's, and what just... that's what happens when you get to a certain level you're like oh I'm too strong for any enemy and then you find one that looks like a regular mob and it just whoops you <laughs> you're like wait a yeah. minute <laughs> I think that was my problem too what happened here I thought I was doing so good <laughs> I mean, I I can't really die because of the way my party is set up. It's just grinding the their health bar away because I think they have. Yeah, they're just really high on um, defense. But yeah, find it kind of funny. Uh, yeah, mm. I don't I don't know, man. Like, uh, are you thinking? Because I know you're gonna get Gran Turismo, mm-hmm. and. And then that comes out next month, I believe. Man, I am. I'm actually. I'm more. I as much love Gran Turismo. I think I can't figure out what game to play. If if I were to, because there's three games that are coming out within a certain period of time that I really want to play. Mm-hmm. Horizon, Forbidden West, Elden Ring. And then Gran Turismo, but I don't I don't count Gran Turismo because it's like racing, so like I think it's a different kind of time. <laughs> or yeah. Thing. It's just hard for me to be like I don't know what to play, Horizon or Elden Ring, man. Uh, it's difficult for me to choose out of those yeah. two. Yeah. And they're probably I have a feeling they're they're going to be uh, take a quite a bit of time to finish. I mean, yeah, open world RPGs, man. <laughs> yeah. It's a... I, I'm I'm expecting I think I don't know how, do you remember how many hours it took you to finish Horizon the first one? Um, probably probably forty hours. That's the first. If that one, if that if this one's forty hours, still really that's a good chunk. <laughs> and I I um I like went to everything I believe or no I don't think I would no I. I know I did a substantial amount of it. I don't know if through my second playthrough, if I, like I, um, I can't remember honestly. It was literally just recently too that I finished it, and I can't can't remember. Um, I did do the expansion. I did do, yeah, I think I did all like the stuff that I was interested in doing. Um, I, oh, I didn't do the hunter like the hunting challenges because uh-huh. I just I don't know some of them felt too finicky. And I didn't really like so. Oh, and I didn't. I did get to the hunter's lodge like um, thing in the big city, but I don't know. I just it it didn't really interest me that much because the weapons I had were from I think at that point from the, like the expansion, and they're better than the stuff that you can get from pre-expansion. Ah, okay. So I was like, what's the point? <laughs> that's that's funny. I actually did all that before finishing the game, or before moving to the expansion. Uh, I finished all of that, and then I moved to the expansion. But but by that time, I had, like, by the end of it, though, I had the legendary armor or whatever. Um, so, oh, yeah. like, like, 
that was just the best armor in the game, even post expansion. <laughs> it's the yeah, one that I, like um you you got it right or did you not get that? I one? got it the first place or uh, first time I played, and then the I think the expansion stuff is better. And so at level forty, I was just like, um, this seems to be because I was like around the top uh, the level that the expansion started at. Like you can go at any time, but like that was the. Uh, quest level so i waited until then and then i went and checked it out because i i beat the game before um and i wanted to wanted to kind of see something that i hadn't seen before um and so yeah that was when i checked it out um yeah it was cool i i hope there's i'm yeah i'm interested in seeing what they do with the next one for sure um i heard from early reviewers that like it's obviously it improved on any everything from the first one which is something that you always want to hear right <laughs> it's like if it improves it on the formula from the first one that mean the game the original game is already good so it's it's already sounding like it's gonna be better which is how it should always be right <laughs> but <Yeah. laughs> but sometimes too hard to ask for that i guess it's like no yeah, I'm, look, I'm looking forward to seeing where the story goes. I, the story was interesting quite oh, a bit. Oh, yes. I really I think it was, like it, yeah. That was, like, the, my probably my favorite part of it. The combat was good, too. Um, yeah, I don't know. There's not a lot of... I mean, it, it suffers from, like, what a lot of the open-world um, games suffer from. But, I mean, it's to be expected, especially back then. Um, and it looks like it's improved quite a bit, at least from screenshots and stuff, um, and video, like, of what they've done so far, so, um, you know, judging it by the time when it came out, yeah, it was great. Still, it, it holds its own, and I'm hoping that, you know, the next installment is, uh, does just the same, so. What's funny, I think this game, like, okay, I, I remember, like, I remember about Zelda Breath of the Wild when it was coming out, and then I was like, man, it's like, they praise Zelda just for being open world, and then it's funny when you when you hear the bias on some reviewers, where like, it's like, it's Zelda, therefore it's the 10, no matter it's, no matter if it has open world problems, like other games suffer, right? And then you get to hear people complain about those certain elements on other games, but then because it's a Zelda game, they're like, no, no, we don't touch that. <laughs> we don't say that yeah. about the. We do not talk bad about Nintendo. <laughs> Nintendo, Nintendo's untouchable for some people. It's kind of interesting. Like, I know ne- I never realized the bias on Nintendo products until like I see on like a lot of like. At least when it comes to the review magazine, obviously, I'm not... Like, because there's nothing wrong with Nintendo, in my opinion. They they make good games. But it's funny to me when, like... Like, IGN, a website that's supposed to review games, you see their bias sometimes. You're like, you complain about this and this other games. Why are you not holding the same standard, you know? Like, mm-hmm. because it's not like it's unique to, to it, right? Like, open world games have issues, and if those issues remain in other open world games, I mean, you could just say those issues exist. It doesn't necessarily have to be like, you can still give it a 10 even if you have those problems, in my opinion, right? If you like it enough, but there's nothing wrong with mentioning it. <laughs> there's nothing wrong with just talking about it or like, you know, discussing, reviewing the product as it is. Mm-hmm. Um, I just always find that kind of funny. It's like, 
because I know what you mean about like having open world. So it suffers from open world problems, and like yeah, it has a few things. Luckily for me, like I really enjoyed the uh, the combat, and then and then the world. So I was like, yeah, it's great. It's a great game. Which is why I'm excited to play this one. I get mm. to see more uh, alloy or what's the alloy? Man, I forgot. It's uh, alloy. alloy, right? Alloy, because alloy is the metal. I remember that you told yeah. me. <laughs> uh, my English, my English <laughs> messes with me sometimes, so that's why I was like, oh, I have to verify the pronunciation of this <laughs> word that's spelled exactly the same, because mm. you know, God forbid, uh, have or English forbid, you have um, the same word for two different opposite things. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, how about there, there, and there? <laughs> <laughs> That sounds like a great idea. That won't confuse mm. the people who use this language whatsoever. <laughs> well, I don't even know if there's a word like uh, I don't know if Aloy is an actual English word. No, I know it's not, I'm not I'm not necessarily talking about because of that. It's just because of the enunciation like apple and then uh -oh. apple, you know? That that kind of stuff. That's that's What's an I don't even know what apple is. <laughs> Well, I just talk about how you pronounce A, you know, how you can pronounce A, you, how you people say A or A, you know, like it, yeah. it has different pronunciations of the same letter. Oh, yeah. And then some words being from other languages, but we use it just as much and, and say, and pretty, as if it was English. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and then it's pronounced like English. But... Hey, at least they didn't do that for Taco Bell. They kept the taco intact. <laughs> you know, yeah. you guys be talking about take, a taco a Taco okay. Bell. <laughs> you mean to Taco Bell? <laughs> luckily, I don't know. I've never known anyone personally that actually said that. <laughs> I, hey, without I, being sarcastic. Oh. <laughs> uh, let's go to Taco Bell, man. I heard I heard that their new chalupas are bomb. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Oh, it's fun English. That's a funny, funny language. Learning that, you know. It was it wasn't mm -hmm. the easiest task, but it was done nonetheless. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, man. But yeah. Anyways, let's go back to what we were saying about Horizon. Like, or no, I think Horizon was awesome. What about Elden Ring? What do you think that was gonna be like? Like, um, I mean, if it's anything like any of the other from software games, then I think I'll be fine with it. <laughs> I, um, I'm gonna, I, I haven't watched, I mean, I watched the some of the gameplay of it, but I've been, just like all the other games, I've tried to limit any of my exposure to it, um, and I tend to find the games to be a lot more enjoyable that way. Well, yeah, because um, you have more to discover, I don't like right? doing the whole preconceived notion. Yeah. Oh kind of like with, like, Cyberpunk, for example, like, I didn't watch anything on that, so I didn't get hyped at all. <laughs> Um, but I was excited to play it because of the theme. Well, that's why I was hyped. Like, Cyberpunk theme is one of my favorite ones of, like, of all genres. It's, like, one of my favorites. So when I heard that the developer from The Witcher 3 are making a Cyberpunk game, I was like, this is one game that's going to be great. And, I mean, honestly, I think the game would have been okay. If they didn't say all this stuff that they said about it, you know, kind of like Anthem, the developers, or like same thing with the original Destiny, 
they 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 save a bunch of stuff and then none of that stuff comes to fruition and then you get a different type of game. It's like oh well you know that I'm like you guys didn't deliver on any of this stuff so like you get a little bit salty when it comes to that. I when it comes to that it's like oh well this is not the game you guys said it was gonna be, <laughs> but. What's funny, I actually predicted Anthem was going to be exactly how it was. Um, I wish I had a video uh, so I could let people just see, like, like you know, it's like, well, this, when, when they talked about Anthem, I was like, wait a minute, this is not what they insinuate, like, because you can make an assumption based on the words that they use, but, mm-hmm. but because I, I had experienced the same thing with Destiny previously, I had, I got to see... And I understood what they meant. <laughs> I was like, no, no, this is not going to be like we, we this awesome customizable like Iron Man suit. It's just going to be like um, a different class that you can only be this class or that class, and then it's only going to be very limited uh, customizability. And then it was, and I was like, man, I hate when I'm right about things that I'm don't want to be right about. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> man. That that game could have been one of the greatest games ever made, man. If if it was only more deep than the shallow shell that EA delivered to us. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's unfortunate. Like like that game. Um, I mean, I I think I don't know. I don't think I don't. I wouldn't put Cyberpunk as bad as that game, or as bad as um. What other game was terrible? Oh, Mass Effect Andromeda. <laughs> I personally would put Cyberpunk like on a higher tier than those games, and then maybe it, ha- it has to do with my bias towards Cyberpunk theme. <laughs> at least, like, yeah, at least like Andromeda was like, still playable, like after a month or so, and then Cyberpunk still has crazy bugs. But I've heard that like, I mean, you can still enjoy it. It's just not. It's not anywhere where a finished game should be, and then yeah, Anthem. I don't know. I haven't, <laughs> I haven't even played it, but I would probably agree with you. I mean, it, I think uh, what what is it? Like Cyberpunk, right? Like it's not it's not worse than a Bethesda release title. Like <laughs> yeah, I think I would enjoy Cyberpunk a lot more for sure. Uh, that's what I was like. I mean, and I played it. And I played the in Andromeda, and I I really didn't like it, but because it really lacked, it was just it was it a shallow like, shell. It felt like an indie game, man. It felt like a normal indie game that comes out that like a big like a, a an indie game that had way too big of like an idea and can and didn't get the proper uh, talent to do, to uh, actually see it through. Yeah, it, it is very sad. Um, because I was lo- I was looking forward to the next generation Mass Effect, because Mass Effect 3, as much as people didn't like the ending or whatever, I'm indifferent about it. I thought it was fine. Like, it, it wasn't the best ending you could give, but it, it's whatever. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not the, like, if, if you ruin, if you ruin a, I guess, a series with the ending, it depends how you ruin it. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. like to me, it wasn't that like, like everything else of the game of the series was so awesome that that ending was just anticlimactic at most. But it didn't feel like, it, like Game of Thrones ending to me. Like it, it was, just, 
it was more fulfilling to me than than that garbage <laughs> of an ending. Uh, but compared to then, then after that awesome trilogy, you get this game called Mass Effect Andromeda, and it's just a joke of a game. Like, like the gameplay didn't feel right. I, like. There was something off about the gameplay that I just couldn't get into. I don't know what it was. Was that just me, or was that for you to experience that too? Yeah, it felt it felt like an indie game. Like every part of it just felt low budget. It felt um, unpolished. Yeah, I think that's what it was. It wasn't very polished. Like it wasn't, and you could tell that it wasn't polished when it released because of all the graphical issues that it was having. Like all the, all the. Uh, and then it's like. Um, they use like an, uh, not like an AI, but they use like an automated thing that would, uh, which I think I know what they use too. They, um, I forget what the program was called. I think I showed it to you at one point, but it, it has to, uh, it's like a, um, and it's come a lot, a long ways, um, but it's, it's like a program that you just feed in lines and it automatically makes the mouth move and everything, but. I just, I, it's like they, they said, oh crap, we're running out of time and we have a small budget. Let's just buy this program and plop it right on and just, and not even touch any of the settings and just hope for the best. Imagine, and, uh, imagine that being one of the top grossing franchises of all time. And it's like, nah, <laughs> you won't have budget for you. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, it's kind of like the downfall of gaming really like the start of it because it there's so many games after the fact that just absolute garbage i mean one of the series that i think needs to come back and i heard that it's in development is the bioshock i feel like well, it's one of, like i don't know that i really like all three games even though I never completed number two, like I I, I got like 70-80% done with it because I was trying to get everything and then I stopped. And I don't remember why I never went back to beat it. But I beat one, two, and then, well I didn't beat two. I almost beat two and then finished Infinite. Infinite was so good. I really mm -hmm. liked the, uh, the story of that game. Man. Like it's an infinite series you can make. Which is, I think, really cool, especially with their, uh, with their world, kind of like Final Fantasy. Like I like a lot of their, their worlds, like their items, their, their magic powers or whatever. The concept <laughs> of Bioshock is just, it was so nice to get something like that. Speaking I mean, of games that are like Bioshock, did you hear about? Well, you know, Atomic Heart. Atomic Heart, no. Oh, you haven't. Mm mm. You should take a look at it. Uh, I mean, they've been, that's one game I've been kind of following, actually. And uh, it's coming out um, the end of this year, I think. Uh, it looks really impressive, but it's like a Russian game. And so the voice acting is absolutely terrible for the English side of it. But if you look past it, um, yeah, if you watch, there's a recent gameplay trailer that looks uh, absolutely amazing. I, it's a first person shooter that's pretty much Bioshock like. Or it's not Bioshock, but it's like a feeling of it, and it, it's like kind of the Bioshock we were waiting for. <laughs> Highly recommend it. Uh, I mean, I'll check it out. Why not? I think right now, um, Prey is the closest thing to Bioshock that I see. The new Prey game. 
mm-hmm. which I need to go and play. I play. I I remember I was talking to Carver about Prey, and he 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 is something else when it comes to um when like he he wanted to only be like he wants it to only continue the previous story. He's like, that's not pray to me. It doesn't continue the previous story. It's like the same, he said the same thing about Resident Evil. That's not Resident Evil. <laughs> I was like, uh, why? Cause it's not, it's not like 10, I don't know. He, he wants it to remain like it was and just get like sequels or continue the story. And I mean, I understand, but if you don't get it, you don't get it. Like, it doesn't mean that the next iteration of the game isn't necessarily a bad reiteration, right? If they were to change it. It's like if I were to complain about God of War for changing the way that it was. But then again, that's that's kind of biased because God of War is a great game. Even when they remade it again, you know, it's like... That's the best way you can make an iteration to something that felt repetitive for a long time. <laughs> and Resident Evil just didn't get there until Resident Evil 7. Like with the with the gold first person again, it took it took its own thing. I don't know. I I like Resident Evil Seven. You yeah, I like it's a fresh look at it, and I think a fresh look at like the rest series. And I feel like it it really, um, I mean, I like the remake just as much as I like the seven like seven and everything. Or was it seven? What was the recent one? Was it eight? Village is the newest one, which is okay. Yeah, so this one, yeah, so seven, I guess the one was like first person. Yeah, that was that was pretty cool. Um, but yeah, I mean, I get it. Like when games are changed and some people feel like they shouldn't be, then they're not going to take it well. So that makes sense. But no, yeah, it does. Um, I just think that it's like, like if you were to do that, right? Like it's difficult to enjoy some of your IPs that you used to like because you're like, oh man, they ruined my favorite IP. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. they're like, I don't want anything to do with it and it's gone. I mean, I felt like it was a step forward in comparison to Resident Evil 6. Um, Resident Evil 5 was fine, but it was just too much action. Uh, you know, I don't know. I really liked it though. Like, I, I like the Resident Evil games, the series. Which is why I'm excited to play that Ghostwire game because... Same creator. <laughs> without without that creator, those these games wouldn't exist. Which is why I, I like to give his stuff like a a try. And you know, now that they're owned by Microsoft, I really hope that they make Devil Within Three, man. Like I don't know. Yeah. That's one. Uh, you play the second one, right? Devil Within Two yet? Uh, no, not yet. Okay. <clears throat> I played the first. Well, I didn't finish the first one, and then um uh. Uh, something about it just I didn't I didn't like or whatever and so I just deleted it but um the f- second one yeah I haven't played the second one I saw it I'm waiting for a sale like to come up that like makes me like oh hell yeah that's worth it kind of thing um maybe I think, like I, in uh, my opinion they were within two the sort of $60 <laughs> buy <laughs> like, yeah, I, I, well, think, I think that game is worth it the that's first, one of us <laughs> the first one the first one well I tell you this, it's a very under, um, what's it called, it's a, it's a gem of a game. Like, once you play that game, like, for what the game is, it's really good. Uh, it's just, it released, like, during a terrible time frame, too. Like, they kind of send it out to die. Wow. Well, 
Thanks. They didn't. They released it at the wrong time too. Uh, it, the first one, I don't know if you know, but apparently it wasn't ready to be. It wasn't ready to be shipped, but Bethesda wanted to ship it out anyways. You, you know the Bethesda way. Mm -hmm. uh, it's okay to um, send incomplete games, which is why <clears throat> there's some aspects of the game that are a little bit clunky. Uh, but yeah, that's just because they didn't get time to finish it. Or like to polish it. Not that you think it finished. You just polish it. And Devil Within 2 is just... I don't know. I think it's one of the best games last generation that a lot of people didn't get to play. Uh, the story is great. And then everything... I don't know. You gotta play it. It's hard for me to want to tell you about it. Even though I think I told you about it before. It's like, oh. Uh, Mm -hmm. This is a game that that deserves a lot more love, like a series that I want more of. It's so good. The concept of it, man, it's it's really cool too. So that helps me want to play it. That Crossfire X game is coming out too, right? The Remedy game. Um, I don't know. I'm not sure what that is. I'll have to look at look it up real quick. <laughs> oh, it, it's just the new first-person shooter game by Remedy. I think it's a smaller um, team by them. I don't know. I'm watching a little bit of gameplay because I wanted to check it out. Oh man, too many. Uh. Looks. Oh, is it a? Is it like a? There was older games in the past, or there was a Crossfire back in two thousand seven. Mm, I don't think so. This one, uh, it was like a new IP announced. Maybe, maybe it's a sequel. I don't know. This is Crossfire X. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, Crossfire was developed. Smilegate. Um. Yeah, I, I want. I'm gonna try this game out. It comes. Yeah, out, it's. A, it's. It com oh, it comes out tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, it's. Uh, it's the same IP. Um. It. Uh. Yeah, same. Same game. I. I guess it's a. A reboot or something. I could have swore that Remedy was making this. I don't know. Yeah, it is. Uh, the the developer, and the publisher Smilegate, just like the original. But I think Smilegate was the original developer in the beginning, I guess. It's so weird, because I see it by Remedy, and then I see that, that exactly what you said, the Smile. Oh. It's kind of, I don't know what, what that's It about. says that Crossfire X is a first-person shooter and the console version of Crossfire in 2007. So it's like a, a remake or a reboot of the series. So something about there's like free to play components and then there's parts that you have to pay for. I guess we're gonna find out. I'll, I only care to play the story on this thing. If I do play it, I'm not. I don't really care too much about. It looks. I don't. I haven't watched anything about it, but it looks like the most generic Call of Duty like shooter game. <laughs> so 
I, my expectations are super low, but who knows? Maybe it's freaking awesome. So it's always good to have good or low expectations because then it's nice to be pleasantly surprised. Yeah, I mean, that's exactly what I heard from people. The exact same thing you said about this game. Awesome. Okay, well, hopefully I can catch it when it gets discounted. <laughs> I'll let you know how it is. Cause okay. It, it'll be on the Game Pass. And I'll, I'm probably just gonna, I'll download it. Oh, it's on Game it Pass? Okay, then I'll, I'll probably pick, uh, try it then. I need to, because I have Game Pass now because... Um, oh, yes. Uh, Flight Simulator. Yeah, that's... <laughs> we gotta We gotta fly to Japan sometime, man. Yeah, yeah, that'd be fun. Oh yeah, and uh, we need it. Uh, there's a lead. Oh, I I don't know if you want to get into, it, but I'm I'm probably gonna try Elite Dangerous again because I know. Um, I'm assuming we're recording, so our friend uh, got yes. into it. So definitely gonna try that. And I know it's been a while, but supposedly uh, for those that are interested but took a break on it, um, supposedly there's been some improvements as far as. Um, performance and uh and everything on the recent expansion but still no vr um support for the first person part element you know the shooter part um which is kind of lame so i like to play that in uh vr definitely so it kind of sucks that it's not going to be supported just yet um and it it's kind of lame it, it, you can still play vr and the first person shooter part of it but it just goes to like a two-dimensional screen so Whenever you're in a vehicle, though, it's 3D. Um, I see. So, yeah, pretty lame. But um, I think what's nice, though, is you don't necessarily have to get, like, play with the expansion. So if you choose to just wait until one day somebody develops, um, th like, a VR component to it, you can still play the original Elite Dangerous. Um, and it's, like, you know, no changes or anything. So, I mean... Uh, I'll try it out. I, I don't think I ever played it. Um, I think I see yeah. videos of it and I use, I never, like, since online game, right? Uh, it doesn't have to be. Um, it's, like, usually when I play it, it's, like, single player, but it's nice to play with, like, see other people flying around. Mm. Honestly, it's, like, it's, like, one of those simulator games where you can just kind of zone out and do something. Like, if you want to just relax but not have to do something that's really going to require a lot of like well i guess it does have quick well it, it's nice because you can you can say oh like if you don't feel like being in dog fights you can choose to run some like delivery missions or go and explore some really cool parts of the galaxy um and uh and then you can switch into dogfight mode and like you know collect bounties or become kind of like a pirate and uh screw up some ships so it's pretty fun the the actual combat system um is some of the best that I've played in at least. Uh, um, so the Odyssey yeah. stuff came out already or no? Oh. Odyssey, yeah. Odyssey came out um, probably a year ago and, uh, or maybe less. And it um, had a bunch of issues like frame rate issues, but that's been all revised, thankfully, or uh, completed all fixed. And um, so like the frame rate is like doubled now. Um, so the, some of the, major changes in that is allows you to leave your ship on foot so you can like um land on a planet surface and walk around the planet you can go to like outposts and raid them or or do some stealth missions in them or do whatever um you can also walk around um some uh like spaceship uh or space station like interiors 
Um, but one thing that they don't have, but they are working on. Um, although, I mean, last I heard, they may be working on it. I don't know. But, like, what kind of pissed a lot of people off about it. But anyway, they were, were supposed to be working on ship interiors. So it allows you to, like, walk around your ship. Um, but because the ships are massive, right? And, um, and they are going to have it where it's, like, a fleet carrier interior that you can walk around. Um, but the, the developer had said... Um, that they were like, well, if you had it, you it would be fun for like the first couple of times, but then having to like run from the entrance of your ship to your cockpit will get really old. And people got so many people got pissed off by that. Um, uh, so, and and the developers just like they used to kind of listen to the the fans and and the customers, but like they lately have just not really cared. I feel like I don't know if they've changed, but last I mean couple months back when i was watching the development when i say a couple of months i think it was like six months ago um it seemed like it was kind of like well i guess i'm not going to try this expansion anytime soon and then now it's like it may be turning around but there's still no vr implementation as far as like a 3d being able to have your gun in your hand like in vr and stuff which would have been an awesome but um and I've always wanted like a game where you could, well, pretty much Star Citizen. Like that would be the ideal. The idea of that game is like exactly what I would like to play. That's why I'm excited for like Starfield and stuff. But I know my expectations need to be really held, you know, low um, for all that. And uh, but yeah, that's that's the kind of the down low on Odyssey. Um, it's I think it's worth a try now but only if you don't really play in VR and, and you're wanting to more of the first, like if you're kind of tired of doing the ship running and you want to do more ground running, I guess. Um, so I guess if anything, it's kind of cool because you, the intro game, actually, I think you, you get horizons now automatically or I don't know, but um, you know, it starts with just flight and then you can get close to planets, but not land on them. And then Horizons allowed you actually to go to your the planets. And then now Odyssey, there was another like micro expansion, I think, that happened with like upgrades. It's like the engineers upgrade where it had all the engineers you can visit. And then now they have um, atmospheres in the planets as well as on foot. Um, oh, and Horizon also added uh, back in the day, it, it added like the ATV. So you have, you can have like a, um, an all-terrain vehicle kind of thing inside your ship, and it, you can deploy it and drive around on and that. But they've now um, changed the planets a little around. Um, I don't know. I've heard there was some really bad alterations to the planets, how they generate. They weren't as interesting anymore, um, how the Horizons had them, but that might have changed. Um, so the game seems to be constantly in flux. I just... I didn't like the last what I've heard from the developer on where they were wanting to lead the game. It was kind of a bummer. Um, but for the core of the expansion, it seemed like it definitely has improved. So maybe it'll work on my computer now a little better, at least the Odyssey. Um, I know there were other ones seem to work pretty good, but we'll see. Hmm. I mean, I'll try it out. I, you know, I, I don't really... I'll try anything. <laughs> Even games that I'm, yeah, new, like, I'm, I'm not... I don't like... Like it's Minecraft the... is like I'm not interested in Minecraft. I'll try it, and then yeah, and then it's... I ended up liking it later. 
Because I tried it at different occasions and then I end up liking it the last time I tried it. <laughs> uh, it's, um, I don't, I, it's, I think the cool thing about Minecraft was the multiplayer part, being able to build, but also play with other people. It's not so much with um, Elite Dangerous. I mean, there is multiplayer part where you can kind of fly around and uh, be in a squadron, like a wing, uh, I think it's called a, um, a, like a wing squadron or something like that. And um, you can fly around multiplayer like that, but it's not, um, it, I, I don't know. I think it, it, I've never really played multiplayer with it. I've just kind of played solo and I, I just don't see it really changing the experience that much. Um, I mean, I think it's, it's very immersive, um, but it's a very like center focused game. Um, I mean, I don't know how else to really explain it. It's like you can have, I guess like the most multiplayer you can get of it is like have these massive, which is something that we would have to be playing a lot of to be able to get, but you could eventually have these ship carriers um, where other people's ships can dock into them. And so like, like, for example, if you're like the owner of one of these big ships, um, we can run like a mining mission and, um, you know, get close to a mining field and, um, you know, I guess one of us can pilot out of it um, while the other one controls the, they're called lipids. They're like these little drones things that they shoot out and collect minerals and stuff for you. And then while the other person's like, you know, collecting the other ones or you running around like um, protecting the major, like the bigger ship. Um, but it's, or, or have it as just a big, like, offensive thing, <laughs> like, just destroy everything that you come near. But um, it, it's like, you you can't get that unless you've dumped a lot of time in the game. Um, probably at least, I don't know, like a month or so. And then, you know, you can't buy the currency or anything. So it's like, which is good. But um, so really, I guess the, the multiplayer part of it would just be like, us talking like doing a podcast i think that's what a lot of people do is they'll just you know get on discord or something and just hey what are you up to oh i'm just running some you know freight from one system to another oh cool like you know i'm doing this or that and you just talk and hang out um it's actually very similar to like microsoft flight simulator but you're at least doing objectives and have like an in-game like currency like um career that you're doing um, so in that respect, which I feel like Microsoft Flight Simulator, the recent one, I feel like that would be so awesome if they did have something like that, uh, some kind of career that you could work on and, you know, run like, um, charter flights with friends and stuff. That'd be funny. Yeah. Uh, that'd be kind of cool. I, I, I would be open to that. That'd make the game more, more fun. Uh, yeah. Um, I mean... But if you're, yeah, if you're interested, honestly, if you're interested in playing, I think it's, so you would have to get it for PC. You wouldn't be able to get it for, um, like, play it on another console because they're all separated. But if it's something that you're wanting to try, but you're kind of on the fence about it, um, I don't mind getting it for you so that, you know, you have no obligation <laughs> as far as, like, oh, this sucks and I just waste it. Because it's actually not that, I could probably get, like, a really cheap one off of, um, certain areas certain places online but yeah, it's like old it's enough game where it's, <laughs> yeah i mean that's where i mean it's 
it, and it's on sale too a lot of the time so it's not even it won't even be that much but i i don't mind like um because i feel it, i know it's it's a it's such a niche game um that either you're gonna be very intrigued by it and want to you know be somewhat driven to play it or it's just not going to be for you um it, it's a very extreme one or the other kind of thing and it really it really helps if you have like um a joystick setup um although the game is very playable on co a controller i mean just like you know how it is on consoles and everything but it's so much more like it's really worth playing on like a, a hotas like a hands-on throttle and stick um, i mean yeah i'm sure that that is the most optimal way to play it because like, yeah the cool like i'm flying a spaceship kind of thing which is cool yeah so yeah it's like honest like i won't i'm not gonna i talk all highly about it and stuff and it's not perfect but like Honestly, I, I totally get why if you don't like it, you know, like, it's just one of those games that's so niche. Like, I don't know, like, honestly, if I explain, like, how I was explaining to you, and if I just explain to anybody about the game, uh, it sounds boring to me when I'm explaining it. Like, um, it's just one of those weird, uh, weird games, man. It's just like Minecraft in a weird way, but it's obviously a completely different game. It's like... Oh, yeah, I mean, like, <laughs> I, I, the only comparison is... is that i was making was the fact that i i try any game like i'm not yeah like, i try any genre it doesn't matter i'll check it out like if you tell me it's fun i'll, I'll play it I'm like, I'm not See, that's the thing is i don't i don't even i don't even know if i consider it fun like <laughs> simulators, like simulators are a whole different they're not to me at least they're more of just like i want to feel i think they're cool they're not necessarily fun like um driving a truck like playing a truck simulator like driving from one point to another it's pretty much trucks in space um pretty much and it, it it i wouldn't say it's necessarily like fun to do that but it's insanely interesting <laughs> so well, it's like as long as it's not like okay the problem that i had with farm simulator was the fact that i actually like i maybe i didn't understand the game deep enough and they were at the beginning but i was like if i actually need to do the crop and it's supposed to take me this long to do the crops. <laughs> yeah. I, I am just not... Uh, I can't do this for too long. Like, I'm sorry. Like, I feel like my time is not... It's, it's not worth it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It, it's like... It's it's just like that. Because um, part of the struggle... It's like... Uh, being bored in a game is like part of the simulation. <laughs> like, <laughs> all right, here we go. I got to go collect all my field or harvest all my fields. Here I go. And it's like, you know, you just kind of do that. And it's, well, that's part of the simulator experience, you know? Um, no, I, and I understand. So. <laughs> like, I'm just telling you why, like I could do fly simulator, but I don't <laughs> think I could do farm simulator. Like, like, yeah. like it, it, it's, it is to be interesting enough. Like, I did not find... The, like, I understood what I had to do. <laughs> and I was like, I don't want to do it. <laughs> yeah. It was kind of like that. It's like, I understand what I want to do, but I don't want to do this. And I think, like, the, mo the most fun I do remember from the uh, farming simulator, though, is when we had to go and do that initial mission of, like, collecting some freight or something oh yeah and, like, <laughs> and then they glitched on us and i was like yeah. well, we can't continue this anymore what, yeah. what's happening 
and it was like launching the boxes like in the air and stuff. That was fun. It launched it <laughs> into the rooftop of a of a house, and we couldn't yeah. get it anymore. It's like, how do we get that item back? You don't. Yeah, that's <laughs> one. That was probably the most fun I had in the. Or when we were like going really fast and like hit hit stuff and it was like not being damaged like yeah, the big uh, like no physics involved <laughs> yeah. uh, that was pretty funny i mean i'm not like i like i have my fun with it but it's, i i just don't see myself going in there and putting like like if the amount of hours i would put into a final fantasy or demon souls or you know i don't see myself being like i would play it for a few hours maybe and then and then that's it uh I just need to get some kind of enjoyment, like, like seeing all the stuff and how you operate. It keeps me interested just for so long. <laughs> yeah. uh, like the space stuff, that that is like I would find that more interesting than this, just because I know myself and I and I and I really like space stuff, even if it's kind of boring. Like, I'm actually I don't know if you heard this game called The Persistence. I think it was given free on the PlayStation Store um, when they were doing, like, I think for the holidays or something, they were giving a bunch of free games, and it was one of them, and it was, like, it's a VR game, too, if you, um, but I was, like, I didn't want to play on the VR, so there was a version of it that you can, it's called PS5 Enhance, and it uses ray tracing and all this stuff. And it's not the most complex game. The game is very simple. It, it's, like, a cat and mouse kind of game. Mm-hmm. But it's in space, and just because it's not like it's a rock-like game too. So like every time you go through, um, okay. So I actually I I'll just explain the the full game in a little bit. Let's let's finish talking about Elite Dangerous real quick, cause it might take me a while <laughs> to continue. Yeah. Um. So for Elite Dangerous, I I see myself actually playing it like and checking it out. I just don't know if I'm gonna find it as fun as like I was saying farming simulator because th- that was fun yeah. playing with you but if i'm gonna be playing <laughs> myself i mean i don't mind uh but if i i, I don't know it's something that i, I need to try for myself first you know like to be able to yeah. tell you if i like it i, I think like the because i'm trying to think of like the interest like what kind of interactions would be the most fun in multiplayer like playing together and i think probably like um uh it went i don't know if it would maybe well maybe like in like an asteroid belt because most of the time you can't really um you're moving either so quick or you're so far away from other people all the time like ai and everything sometimes um except for like randomly generated like pirates or whatever or other ships like um that you don't really go you don't really like interact with them as much unless it's either to kill them or you know to to um yeah, really just to kill them a lot of time or protect them through, like, a mission. But um, so I think, like, on an actual planet, like, flying through that and then maybe if we do get Odyssey, like, getting out and running around and stuff and, and taking on an outpost. Otherwise, yeah, it's a lot. Of, it's very, like, um, and I know they're, from my I remember, I can't remember if they have it in or yet or not, but I, I know, I think that one point they're going to put in um where two people can be in the same ship at one point but i don't remember if that actually made it in or not um but uh i guess if anything yeah it's a very solo kind of experience um it's cool in this in the way that um it's it's i think it's kind of rewarding in the end because when you're if you really get used to how the ship works 
because there's a lot of different things you can change with a ship um, as far as how it operates. Like you can go in and, and shut off certain things of the 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 shield like the shields and all that. You can do like some quick um, adjustments where you divert power, but you can also go into like menus that are in game. Um, and this sounds so boring, but like you can go and like do like a full shut off of the engines and and everything so that it starts to freeze over almost like where you can do a cold running um where other ships can't detect you so you can be like stealthy and and try to like avoid capture or something or like uh to get away or just like to not show up on people's radar but the longer you stay like that like obviously nothing's working in your ship so none of your oxygen's working so you have like this um this like uh on your first person character right like this um uh breather thing like pops open onto your face and so it's like research, you know, it's helping you with oxygen and then the windows start like freezing up and like you start seeing like the, um, you know, the heat from your body on the window and it's pretty detailed in that aspect. And then you turn it all back on and it all comes back to life and you're like, you can blast out of there and you can do tricks and stuff where you disengage certain things. But it's those my like those little changes um that are kind of advanced and knowing when to use them really can help you in situations um but you won't really necessarily might be like conscious of those things until later in the game when you're actually getting used to all the functionalities of the ships um to the point where it's very you can you can really get um some advanced um combat like strategy down like if you're able to really get good at controlling your ship um, I don't know about controller, but I know at least like with the, um, you know, a hand, a hand controller, but if like with the whole setup, it's pretty awesome. It feels like you're actually flying a ship and you have, it, it's actually, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, better than anyone else that I know, like the steel battalion, um, oh, controller, yeah, that thing it's, is... it's that, you know, like, um, I think it's really awesome. Just difficult to get used to. <laughs> yeah. It's like that, but it's just like, um, and then with the amazing graphics, like, the game, I think, is actually um, capable of being played in up to 16K, um, which is, like, no consumer-grade screen can do that. But it has, like, the the graphical fidelity to be able to do that kind of resolution and detail. Um, so it's a beautiful game. A lot of details. You can adjust. You can, like, swap out different things on your ships. Um to have different they're called hard points so they're like uh uh either laser cannons or ballista like missiles or you can do like gatling guns and and all sorts of stuff and every and you you know there's different ships that have more hard points so there's like uh there's like the this massive massive ship called the anaconda and you can just fill that thing up um just with uh from tip to stern of like or uh what bow to stern or whatever of just um guns and so you just deploy them all and just blast things out of this this out of space um it's pretty cool but yeah so worth the shot i guess so let I, me know if you're interested no I, I am interested like i said i'll play it i'll play it with uh you and uh other friends yeah check it out and you know one thing i i did want to talk about and then we just kind of were talking about random stuff um Maybe we'll cover it next week, give you some time to look into it, because I know sometimes you don't have time to look through all the news that's been happening. There was a Nintendo Direct, and then they announced a bunch of games. 
um, <clears throat> for the Nintendo Switch, they announced like a remake of Chrono of well, I think it is a remake of Chrono Cross. Like they're, they're remaking it, they're bringing it out to the Switch, um, mm-hmm. PlayStation, Xbox, Steam. They're also doing um, <clears throat> Xenoblade Chronicles. They were giving a lot of free. Con- they're gonna give free content for Metroid Dread. Um, you know, they, they they announced like a soccer um, Mario game. <laughs> like that's like a little cool little Nintendo stuff that was announced today. And I kind of wanted to go over it, but you know, we've been talking about other stuff, which is fine. Um, <clears throat> a new a new Nintendo Switch Sports. You know, they they're doing the continuation with the Wii Sports on the Switch, which I thought was funny because. A demonstration was that they put like a little Joy-Con on, on on the person's leg, and then he was just using it to kick the ball <laughs> on one of them. And I was like, "That's kind of funny that you could do that." Um, yeah, um, it's just silly how it looks, but you know, it works. Whatever. This is why I mean, Nintendo's innovative in their own way. They think of stuff that I'm like, "Oh, it works. <laughs> why not?" Yeah. Right. Um. But yeah. So. Um. Oh, and then they also announced Splatoon 3, um, a portal, a portal version, you know, portal collection for them, portal 1 and portal 2 to the Switch. Mm. Um, I don't know, there's, like, those are the stuff, um, that popped in my head, I don't mind the top of my head, because there was more. Uh, they had some... Oh, the one that I was actually super excited about was the Front Mission remake. Did you ever play that? Any of the older ones? Front Mission. It's like an old Square, a SquareSoft game, like back on the. I want to say Super Nintendo. It was. Um, um. Yeah, it's like a mech game, right? Yes, yes. So they're they're remaking that one and number two, and they're releasing it this. I, I believe this year. Uh, well, oh, the first cool. one is this year. The second one. Hopefully by the end of the year. Uh, but yeah, I thought like it's one of my favorite franchises, and uh, you know, it's mono. I, I it, it's just really awesome, cool game. That I was happy that they brought. Um, and then Fire Emblem. Um, yeah, I don't know. To me, those yeah, this, this were the highlights. <laughs> yeah, no, that that's pretty exciting. I, I remember I was I, I have played the original front uh, front. Was it Frontline Mission or Front Mission? It's just Front Mission, yeah. Yeah, and like, um, yeah, I was excited. I was a fan of that one, and then uh, of course, yeah, as a kid, I had um, uh, had uh, Fire Emblem on my Game Boy Advance, mm-hmm. and then like, uh, and I think I actually have it on on my uh, DS, which I haven't I haven't played my DS in forever. But um, yeah, those are good, really good games. I've been wanting to the originals again to get all caught up on the other games too so yeah man that's cool yeah i I actually this was something i didn't expect to see the front mission like remake it's like one of my like i feel like it's a niche game personally uh yeah but i really liked it and then and then the first the first well my favorite one was the one that came out for the playstation and Mm. front mission 3 it was like my favorite one and then and then seeing this one makes me want to go and replay. I'm going to replay replay the remakes for sure when they come out on the Switch. But yeah, uh, maybe we'll talk about that more in depth next week. Um, maybe you get to see a little bit more about the games to see uh, what interests you. I mean, Nintendo games are Nintendo games. They're, 
they're cool. Some are good. And Cineblade Chronicles 3 looks really good, which reminds me that I need to play number two. I never played Yeah, I need to play two. all of them. <laughs> uh, yeah. I played the first one, but I also didn't complete it because it was back on the Switch. No, mm. was, it, was it on the Switch? Or was it on the Wii U? Um, it was on both, I think. Oh, no, they no. Had My bad. I'm confusing the Switch for the Wii. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it was back on the on the on the Wii. Um, but yes, I I never get to I never got to beat it on the Wii. So I wanted to play it again, the Switch version. I just haven't gotten to. So man, a trilogy of JRPGs is gonna be a, those three games are like at least a good chunk of your time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I was thinking about getting another Switch because I saw they're back in stock. Um, but oh, or, or well, not the OL OLED or the, the OLED OLED. one or yeah, but I I don't know. I think I'm gonna hold off until until the games come out or or something. Because um, I know my wife's all about playing on the Switch, so I pretty much gave her mine. So that's fine. I mean, you have the other ones to play. There's plenty of games to play, man. Too many. There's too yeah. many games to play, anyways. <laughs> oh, and there's the Steam Deck too. We didn't talk about, but there's the oh, phone. that's right, the Steam Deck. I heard I heard good things about it. The full reviews are not out yet, though, so I'm waiting. I'm, I'm holding on to discuss it just to see the full reviews. Uh, it seems like the frame rate for a lot of the games is pretty solid, though, for 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 the type of game. For the ones that can be played on it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I know there's some limitations on what's available on it and stuff through Steam. Um, Kind of weird, but yeah, it'd be cool to see. Uh, depending on what's available on it, I I might might look into it further. Yeah, yeah, but I don't know. It's, it's uh Switch owners have a lot of good games coming out for them, which is great. And mm-hmm. then I think the the after this games, well, I'll, okay, because after Elden Ring, um, Horizon, Gran Turismo, I know there's other games that are coming out within this time frame too guys no, so don't get mad if I don't mention it but as the most anticipated game besides those two because these are the ones that are most anticipated for me so far this year is there any one that comes into your mind that you're like oh I can't wait to play it the, there's only one that I that I want to say but I want to see if you, if you say it oh what uh, God of War <laughs> okay yes. <laughs> but that's not the end of the year um yeah. But yeah, that one, and then Atomic Heart looks pretty dope. Um, uh, I know there's some other ones, but I haven't. Um, I've been so like, go- I've been. I mean, I'm playing like yeah, Second Son, right? Like that. I'm really far back in my backlog. So like, I have not been looking at real new games lately as much but um and i know there's probably a list of ones that i'm missing you, you know what's funny now that i'm looking at the screenshots for Tommy heart because you mentioned it again and i'm like oh that's i did see this game and i was actually excited for it but i forgot about it completely <laughs> yeah it, it looks a lot more um like it's closer to being finished now because it has like uh actual narrative character stuff um a lot, you know, obviously all the voice work, the English voice work is absolutely atrocious, but um, <laughs> a lot of people are saying, well, we'll just play it at the, like, a, the Russian voice acting and with subtitles. I think that's <laughs> I mean, the way to go. 
mean, do do what you feel like you should do. You know, I I don't know. I I I'm probably gonna try the default English, and then if it's that, I mean, I play a lot of dub games, and then especially Japanese games, and sometimes you know the voice acting is just no good, but the game's still solid enough that I I I don't care. Just watch the recent trailer, and uh, yeah, I want to hear what your take on it is. Yeah, I mean, I gotta watch it. Like, I haven't seen it since the first time I saw this at E3, because I believe they announced this at E3. Yeah. And then I I really liked it, and I was like, oh, I want to play this game when it comes out. Yeah, it's out. been in the works for quite a while. I, I remember the teaser for it a long time ago, and I was like, wow, that's actually interesting, and then didn't hear for it for a while, then every so often it pops up randomly, and yeah, and this now it's like oh, and by the way, also like I also want to hear your take on the, how they revealed the date. Um, is yeah, it's another one too. It'd be funny to. I, I'm I'm interested in hearing your takes. <laughs> no, that that's fine. Um, I I think I we don't have enough time for that right now, but next week we'll discuss it for sure. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah. Because that that gives you time to look at the Nintendo Direct stuff, and then yeah, and then it gives me time to look at this other stuff. And I also yeah. do, I do want to, I mean, because today's conversation was just like, you know, gaming, random talk, mostly. <laughs> it was just most random talk, so hopefully you guys still enjoyed it anyways. And the game that I was actually going to say before I finished the podcast recording was Starfield. I'm curious <laughs> to see now, like, basically after the acquisition, this is going to be the, like, because I don't count Deathloop. Like, I don't count that game at all. Starfield, I'm, like, it's supposed to come out, right? It's the Xbox game that everybody wants. Like, Phil Spencer says he wants to be the most Bethesda, the most played Bethesda game, which is, like, setting a really, really high bar. I just want to see if this is going to be the same old Bethesda that we've seen all these years. Because if it is, uh, it's probably I'm not going to be that excited to play it. I, I'm gonna wanna play it, but just like when Skyrim came out, I was like, I, I don't know, I was not a huge fan of Skyrim. I, I still like Oblivion a lot more than, than Skyrim. And I also like even Elder Scrolls, Elder Scrolls 3, the old one, <laughs> even more than um, Skyrim. Some people might call me crazy or whatever because they're like, well, you haven't tried the mods and all this stuff. And I'm like, well, mods, mods, mods aside or not, you know, like, they develop, like, if the developers make a game, you're not supposed to have a community who comes and fixes it for you <laughs> and makes the game better. <laughs> like, that, that's, it's nice that that exists, but, like, that should not be a thing, in my opinion. Like, if mods are there to enhance an awesome experience, or, or now, it's to fix a broken game. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm excited to see what the first, uh, first true game after the acquisition looks like i'm kind of i want to see if it's going to be full of glitches just like all over again uh or what's what's going to happen like i agree man i think it's really important for the for this acquisition and the recent you know coming up of activision acquisition uh to really see what like microsoft can change because if they can change the quality of bethesda games um, then I think Activision Blizzard is in good hands, but we'll see. <laughs> so it's, yeah, it's a big turning point for sure. That That's why I'm excited. Like, I didn't want to say God of War because like, yes, I'm a hundred percent excited for that one, but I, 
But maybe this is my bias talking, but I expect that game to be good. <laughs> like, I'm not yeah. expecting to be disappointed by God of War. Um, on, on the other hand, on, on Starfield, to me, it's like, based on their previous work, because a lot of people are saying, well, maybe he, I have no, like, you know, no viable reason to believe that the game might not be as good as it should be. But looking at the track of games and releases and bugs, I mean, I just look at their most recent releases, right? Fallout 4, which was, I liked it. I, you know, it wasn't as, it wasn't as big as Fallout 3 or New Vegas, in my opinion. It, it felt like a step down from that. But it was fine. I liked it. And then after that one, we got, what, Fallout 76? And that was just, in my opinion, one of the worst releases ever uh, for my liking. Like, and then what else did they release after that that was broken? Like, oh, well, Bethesda with Fallout 76 to me was just disappointing. And then, and then Microsoft, they released an unfinished Halo, which is one of their biggest franchises games. So it's like, you have somebody who made a really bad game, and then we have the their stellar game not fully released. In one go, because they what they released it in part, right? The multiplayer, then the campaign, and now they're gonna add the cough later or whatever. So, in my opinion, that's a mess already. So, but if you if you're happy with the, the state of things, you know, I'm I'm glad for you. You that's good. I'm not saying Halo's a bad game, but it's just kind of worrying to see what kind of product we're getting if we're getting this kind of semi-finished products already, <laughs> you know? Because I, I consider Fallout 76 incomplete because if they added the NPCs later, why did, like, you know, if the entire point of the game was to not have NPCs, why did they make it a point to add the NPCs now? Obviously, yeah. people, you know, so it's like, I feel like they just wanted to collect on hype, but, you know, Bethesda, Bethesda does that. So... I don't know. Um, Bethesda GameWorks is what I'm worried about because, you know, people who, who work on, like, the developers who worked on Prey, on Dishonor, on, you know, like, you, I put those guys aside. Why? Because they're, they're being published, but they're not the main developers, right? Like, they're different developers. Um, what is it called? The, the Machine Gun Games? I think that's from Wolfenstein? Or maybe I'm mistaking the... Something like that, um, you know. Like it, they have good developers teams, like good, good other studios besides. But the one that I'm concerned about is Starfield because that is the Bethesda, <laughs> Bethesda Game Works studio that's working on this puppy. But yeah, I don't know. Let, let, maybe let's hope that all my worry is for nothing. I guess uh, uh, as someone who's looking forward to the next Bethesda game. And as hype as Phil Spencer wants to make this game, I'm still like, I don't know though. Still Bethesda, and still Todd Howard still involved. So <laughs> I don't trust this guy. I don't know how you feel about Todd Howard, but I'm not a, I'm, I'm not, not a, a fan. But, I'm not but a like, huge fan of the guy. And but the like the game that that they're at least from what we and we haven't seen any gameplay. We haven't seen any just like the kind of a teaser trailer. But like if it is, um, if it is what it's hinting at, I think it's it's a game that I'd be very interested in playing, because um, I love the space sim flight kind of things, and then also having 
the planet land kind of thing is, is really cool being able to travel back and forth. And, um, and I feel what they don't, what a lot of games don't do is have a sense of like the ship is like more than just a vehicle. Um, I feel like there's a potential for building the ship into like a character just as much as the rest of the game and the characters. Um, I feel like that's really important. They tried to do that in some way with um, that other kind of space game that they had. I forgot the game. What was it called? Um, anyway, I I was it was I was on the fence about it, um, but it was the the one with like the yeah, you're not platform. you're not thinking the Outer Worlds, right? Yeah, that one because that's a different studio. That's Obsidian. That that's like different developers. Those are the people who made Fallout New Vegas. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, I guess I lumped them all in the same thing, but um, because didn't Todd Howard, or not Todd Howard, or was it Todd Howard that, wait, is that the Xbox guy or is that the Bethesda That's guy? That's the Bethesda guy, because oh. Obsidian Studios left uh, Bethesda, and then they went to work on the Outer Worlds uh, separately, oh, okay. and then um, later, what's funny is like, you know, they left, and then Microsoft bought the full full publisher, and then and then they're like, "Oh, we couldn't get away from you, could we?" Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. That's why I probably was confused. Okay. Well, anyway, um, so yeah, I think it'd be really cool to have a game that is you is basically what I said like it, a space kind of game with some elements of space travel and stuff, um, but more than just like teleporting, being able to actually have some kind of like physics flight um in it which i feel like it's like a really tall order for this company um to be able to do that as well as have like a solid uh rpg experience um but i think it would be something that even people that are willing like i mean you see how much hype that star citizen has um you know it's has like you know, millions of dollars. It's it's something that pe- people still are able, like, willing to fund, um, because it's it's something that really is just not. It's like what we what a lot of us have dreamed for in a game, but there's never been really anything that came close. Um, or if it did, it was it was limited by either the the console or it was limited by the budget of the developer. Um, and so seeing these big studios take on something, um, I'm really hoping hoping that we can see even like something similar. Like it doesn't have to be like massive worlds where it's like, you know, everything's rendered and groundbreaking experience, but just having some kind of feel of the wonder of flight and transport, but also being able to, you know, navigate a ship and, and maybe like, you know, uh, Honestly, Star Citizen, like what they have, um, without it being feeling like a scam and never having a release date, uh, <laughs> you know, like the what they're doing with that is just that it's still like the game that they that they have where you can play and that's improving is the closest that I've seen um, compared to any other game to what like I I want to play, and uh, Starfield is is the closest that I've seen besides. I mean, I thought No Man's Sky would be that way, but honestly, it kills it when you just automatically kind of like jump into the um, ship and stuff, and it just feels like, yeah, it's just a vehicle. There's no real use of it besides taking you from point A to point B. There's no, um, 
it would be nice to be able to like work on the ship in some way to be able to walk around the interior to feel like it's you know has some substantialness of a you know in the the world other than a platform that moves around um and uh yeah there's just um did they we'll show did they show any actual gameplay though for they just had the teaser of what it is and what they kind of were talking about how it would be like. Um, and it might be just an over, like, yeah, it could just be uh, like, yeah, you want to go from point A to point B. Okay. Choose it on a map and then there's animation and, and that's it. I have a feeling that's probably what it's going to be, but if they do end up, because I mean, it is just, it was just like a teaser trailer I, I um, think, and you can interpret any way you like, you know. I, I think my um, only problem with it is the same problem. I, like when I heard about the development of Mass Effect Andromeda, where like they basically didn't really show anything until like a couple months before release. And this game is out in November 11th, from what I was reading right now. And we haven't really seen much. I mean, which is fine, I guess. Um, we get to see some stuff on E3, hopefully, for about Starfield. But yeah, I I don't. I, I my assumptions of what the game is is zero. Like I don't I, like I I I stop listening to talk Howard talk and describe the game because <laughs> I know yeah. how he is. He's a very good salesman. He can sell you a game pretty well, but sometimes you don't get what he is selling, and then that's just disappointed me. So that's why I kind of stopped listening to that guy and just I want to see the game uh, to make my full opinion on it. Because what you're saying sounds great to me. And if the game is really like that, that's really awesome. Like, I'm, I, that's something to look forward yeah. to. There's uh, just, I guarantee, like, I'm going to make my prediction now. There's, there, yeah, it'll either be, they finally come out with it, but it's subpar. And it, it releases on November. Or I, I just strongly feel like they're going to push that date back. Um, it's probably not going to come out until the end of 2023. Um, because there's no, like, if you're going to sell a game... And if you're gonna sell an idea, you gotta you're gonna want to show the best of what you have, um, unless yeah they have this grand idea of I guess at E3 or something they're gonna show it and it's gonna blow everyone out of the water or you know blow everything else off of out of the show. It's gonna be like the main headlining thing, and um, it's gonna be so close to being finished, and it's like strategically placed to announce it, you know, and everything. Um, but I have a feeling it's just there's not enough there right now. And because they would have shown, I feel like they would have shown more because otherwise it's just this idea that's floating around. Yeah, that, and, that, uh, that, that's how I feel about it because I got the same feeling back when I heard about Mass Effect Andromeda. It's like we never really heard anything until it was like almost there and then oh yeah. my God, it was like not good. It's like, it's like trying to sell a car, for example. Like you don't go into... You know, usually when you hear about a car and stuff, you want to you want to get as much, pretty much everything that you can um, about, about that car um, besides the driving, because they obviously probably won't be out. And they they show all the stuff that you want, and they make you want it by showing you. I mean, it's not actual. Um, I mean, most of the the footage that you see of new cars are three D. You know, they're they're rendered. Um, and everything, but that's to excite you, right? Because you know the next thing is to actually be able to drive it, and um, and the performance and the feeling and stuff. Um, and with games, that way is the experience you have with the gameplay. 
um, trailers only go so far. They they're just hype trailers like movies, but it has no. It's like um, just the same like cars where you have where it just shows like for example, for example the new Acura. They just showed like the headlight or the taillight. I mean or whatever. Yeah, they teased uh, it like that. <laughs> yeah, they teased it like that, but then they followed up with, okay, this is what it looks like, yep. you know, shortly after. And they had it ready. It's not like all they had designed at the time was um, the taillight or, or the, you know, headlight. Um, and they were willing, you know, to wait and show that. But with this, it's like all the stuff that they showed was just like, oh, we're thinking about this, thinking about that. Here's a teaser trailer. Um, this is, you know, a year until it's released. This is the time to, for pre-orders. This is the time for people to get excited about it. Um, the less time that you give for people to, you know, get excited, the more, like the less, um, that you're actually going to get that, you know, the, the pre-order. So like, if you think about it, the retailers also, it really helps to know how many like projection how many units you're going to sell and if people are going to pre-order it like you have a better chance of people pre-ordering when they know what they're getting or at least getting an idea and so that means that the investors which are like the shareholders have something more solid to say okay this game looks like it'll be successful and that's why a lot of people like saw um uh were so upset by um cyberpunk because we you know we saw the gameplay we saw the all the you know dev, dev talks and we saw the all that stuff so we had a pretty solid feeling but then we were kind of let down and that's why everybody was so upset because they were like duped you know but in this case like i feel like they may be like either really afraid of what people are going to think and they want to just hold off um to just be like well you know under what is it, like under promise and overperform kind of thing um <laughs> but we'll see because it's like well i just i feel like there's... Type in it. <laughs> well, no, well no you can i mean there's i people aren't stupid for the most part when it comes to these things like majority of people are gonna they're gonna hear the idea they're gonna think it's probably cool but they're gonna be like okay well let me see where's the gameplay like where what are we gonna be doing in the game like if they were gonna make a teaser trailer that was showing something that they were um they wanted to make it sellable i guess uh they would show like gameplay they would show all that stuff even if it wasn't uh even if it's pre-rendered you know like it's not even the actual game or whatever but i feel like they're just they may also be in a spot where they're they really know that they're 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 like image has been tarnished so much that they they they're really like stepping on eggshells at this point and they want to make sure that whatever they release is, is like very left up to interpretation and not just like blanket here it is or they just don't have it it's not ready at all uh they're rushing it as much as possible and it's gonna it's gonna be released a broken game or it's gonna just not be a full game it'll be like the base game because they're like yeah we want it to be the biggest whatever game uh what what was it the most played or something he said oh something uh, like that i think he said he wants to be the most oh the highest played bethesda game of all time so it chances are what they'll do is they'll they'll be supporting it so they said all of highest played of all time but they didn't say the time frame in which that would be so what are they going to say okay we're going to set release this out and then we're going to release like micro dlc or something throughout the you know slowly complete the game like 
it may just it might be released bare bones to be honest kind of like sea of thieves oh, is, it, uh, is it supposed to be another oh, games as a service kind of situation here it's not, yeah oh well oh. i mean it's a okay. actually i don't know but i know it's part of game pass like day one oh, game pass well the game pass stuff like the, that's yeah that's a game service, I guess, or a subscription service. The other one is game, like a service, a game is a service. Like, but you know, like, like, like it, I don't know. I'm skeptical. I feel like I feel like it is going to be games as a service because um, if they're talking about it being like the most played game or whatever, then hell yeah, they're going to put their games of a service center in that. Like they're going to center it in the, into that game. Because why why wouldn't they make the game that they feel is going to be the most successful, also not have their uh, their theory or their like idealism attached to it? Because then that would probably damage their image. Like also as far as games as a service, if their most popular game supposedly doesn't have games as a service, like uh, in the features. So I just feel like it's yeah, it's going to be some kind of game. But who knows? Maybe. Somehow that it's gonna switch it around. It's gonna be like a good version of it or something. Like it's gonna. It's not gonna be like an app game. <laughs> like you gotta pay for all this. Maybe it's like you know only DLC or the DLC stuff is only cosmetic. Although we see with Halo and stuff like how um, the cosmetic scene is kind of. Um, I mean, people are just not interested in the game anymore. It's dropping in interest and. Um, yeah. The stupid, like, I don't know. There, there. People are joking. They're like, yeah, soon you'll be able to get, like, tutus and, and stuff. Like, you have the cat ears that you can... It's like, it's not Halo anymore. It doesn't feel like it. Like, its identity is just... What sucks is that it, I feel like they try, they try to make it, like, Fortnite. And, yeah. And, uh, and then they're trying to make it, like, Apex Legends and all these other yeah. games, right? And I'm like, that is not why people want Halo, though. They don't want it, and then they don't. Halo uses to be Halo, like it doesn't need to be anything else, and and then they make it free to play so they can capitalize on you know on those battle passes because they're gonna probably gonna get more money that way or whatever, right? And then like I I wanna I actually haven't finished Halo Infinite. I I play all of them and I stopped playing Halo Infinite. I need to go back and finish it because I I just haven't gone back on it and. It's kind of sucks that one of the greatest franchises like that is like it, it. It was released in the state that it was, and then some people might be okay with it, but personally, I'm not okay with that. If you if you're okay with it, then, you know, good for you. It's just to me, some some basic features that a game has had all its years that they're just a hundred percent not there or gone. It's kind of you should question that <laughs> if you're paying for this product, right? Whether it's a subscription service or not, you're still paying a fee. Like, yeah. I, like it's not like it's you, you get it for like. I mean, I guess it's free to play, so maybe maybe I'm mistaken. You could don't have to pay anything. Um, but if you for the campaign, you do have to pay for it. And if you pay for the campaign, and it's just you know single player is fine. There's nothing wrong with the game. It's just something that the game is known for is just missing it's kind of like a little bit to worry about <clears throat> because they're getting more comfortable at releasing incomplete games which is what i'm worried about not necessarily that the game is bad but you're you're allowing these developers you're allowing these people to capitalize on unfinished products 
and then and then you don't even know how the support is gonna go because what if the support like halo infinite right it's dropping player base and then i don't think microsoft's gonna abandon it because it's such a high ip but what happens in regularly when a different kind of game that doesn't have like a high backing as the halo franchise does when their player base count drops like anthem what the ea do they literally just shut it down you 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 didn't get your money's worth maybe you did maybe you didn't to me it's like they they set all this stuff apart and because the game wasn't complete and it was missing features it's missing end game it's missing stuff um anthem's supposed to get this really big path that's supposed to address a lot of the problems that it had and because the player count dropped so much they literally said oh we're not doing that no more that's it and that was it not never heard anything about anthem again and it's and it's like you can you can go play whatever there's available now but all the stuff that they promise is is just out the window because it's not going into production anymore and then they just abandon it because who's going to want to play it you know at that point and then they don't think that they're going to get their money back on the investment so why even put more hours into these developers or give them any more money to keep going if they already lost like they're like ah we're just gonna car losses here and that's it that that kind of stuff worries me because how many more games can go through that like you that's just one example there's other plenty of games that have gone through the same thing another one was evolve i don't know if you know played that one too um <clears throat> but yeah it's just a lot of games as service it just sucks it just sucks yeah. because you don't know what what's gonna happen like later. Like, yeah, uh, so yeah. Those are all, I feel like those are all games that I've ne- I didn't really play at all, and it's because of I guess like yeah because of that I just uh, adverse to it. So, but uh, I guess we'll see about this. I guess the one that I, this is the only one that I'm really interested. In if it is games of the service, uh, I'm still hoping that they'll show something that'll be interesting. But I mean. Yeah, there are good examples. Destiny, Destiny Two, um, The Division, um, <clears throat> for example. Like at the top of my head, like some that like they're fine. They're not the best, but they're fine, right? Like Destiny One, Destiny Two. I really like them. I just I stopped playing Destiny Two because I told you, right? You know, my, my biggest thing was that they decided to put a raid difficulty behind a <laughs> behind an expansion like a paid wall <laughs> so you had a difficulty level behind a paywall you lost me as a customer right there which is why mm-hmm. i never went back and bought it maybe i'll buy it now if it's super discounted but i got super salty and i stopped playing because of that um <clears throat> but yeah i mean i think this is a good sp- a spot to uh, to stop uh, i went a lot longer than i intended to to be honest or we went a lot longer than i wanted to um, either way, it was a fun conversation, and let let's let's see some some Starfield gameplay. Show us yeah, Bethesda. Show it to us. <laughs> um, yeah. All right, man. Uh, hope you guys uh, enjoy listening to us at Gamer Enclave, the podcast for the gamer in you. Until next, gamer in you.